0: All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Wolfpack Watch vs. Tar Heel Talk. Uh, We're on episode nine. A lot to look forward to for the rest of the season. We're on the home stretch. Um, Last week, UNC victorious over Campbell, the Fighting Camels, 59-7, to and the Wolfpack took down the miami hurricanes 20 to 6 in a defensive battle um there ain't much to say on the unc camel part uh, but we will run through it quickly Jay, what did you see in the Campbell game? Uh, what do you think we can take away from the Tar Heels victory on last Saturday?
1: Uh, not a whole lot. I mean, we're obviously a million times better than Campbell, um, but it's nice to see us put a bunch of points on the board. Hopefully it gives the boys some confidence back. Um, I, I mean, the highlight of the game was probably Connor Harrell taking it 61 yards to the house. He's got some wheels.
0: Yeah, that was good to see. He was very fast um, on yeah. that RPO Way that he decided to he was. Um, how he yeah. look, Other than that, how long, how long did he play, first off? I didn't even know he played. He played a considerable – I think he might have played two – two drives, and then we put our third string in after him. But he was four for four with 71 passing yards, one passing touchdown, and a 61-yard rushing touchdown. Um But all in all, throughout the Campbell game, you know, it's, it, almost everybody started raising hell in the first quarter when the game was tied up 7-7 seven to seven and we weren't moving the ball like we should be against Campbell. Um, But that, you know, we shut – Those people up very quickly, on the second to the fourth quarter, obviously blowing them out. Um, Defense, I mean, held them to seven points, and they didn't score after the first quarter. Um, Drake May had another good game, four passing touchdowns. And like we mentioned last week in last week's pod, we just wanted to see the young guys get in there and play. And that's what we saw with the backup quarterback. Um, We just mentioned his stats. And then a fresh mature freshman receiver who was highly recruited called a 41 yard passing touchdown from our backup quarterback. So that is always good to see looking for the future. Um, and then a ton of young guys on the defense got snaps, which is invaluable um, leading up to next season, as those are going to be the guys fill the roles of the seniors. So it's always good for them to get actual game experience against another opponent, although it was a lesser opponent. Um, That's why you kind of use these games, Um, and I think this Campbell game came at the right time for the Tar Heels, for them to kind of have a bye week per se, but also get to play a competition, um, clean up some stuff, and get ready for the home stretch um, as Duke, Clemson, and State are in the next three weeks. Um, But that is about all I've got from takeaways from the Tar heel uh Campbell game unless AJ you want to add anything.
1: Nope I think we're good. I think it's good that we uh like you said came at a good time to get out of that two game funk that we had. Definitely uh give some confidence back to the guys and get us some reps in areas we need to improve on, although it was definitely much of a lesser opponent. Um you no know, high scoring High offense, um, yeah. Y'all are taking
0: he... y'all are taking Marion and Hampton for granted over there.
1: I mean, he dude, that's player. The... Yeah, he but like, the defensive offensive. line. Let's not. The defensive line of Campbell is just definitely doesn't come close to matching up with our offensive line. So, what yeah, is that's what one is the... of the biggest gaps in like football? It's like Power Five schools and. I mean, it's just, like, the body weight of, like, these linemen.
0: I'm glad that. you uh, mentioned Amari on the tap. I think he's making a pretty solid case to be on first team all ACC as a running back. Um, I'd agree. I mentioned last last week uh, in last week's pod that he is going to be very, very highly regarded next season, and I'm very happy. That's going to be a bright spot um, in the offseason for us, that he's doesn't have a choice but to come back. Um, so he's been a stud in recent weeks and he has definitely solidified himself as RB1 and we're going to need him in full force the next three games
1: yeah also another go ahead AJ no you can say it later we'll talk about looking forward to next week
0: Um, it was nice to see Tez Walker back on the field after taking that big hit against Georgia Tech he ended up going through warm-ups and started caught two touchdown passes um, on Saturday, so it seems like he's good to go, and then uh, Nate McCollum, I'm hoping he'll be ready to roll for the last three games of the season as he's still dealing with an upper body injury. Um, Mm -hmm. But other than that, the team seems to be in good health, knock on wood, um, for this late in the season. Um, So, let's pray that that's still the case as we continue on to the games that really matter um Tar Heels move on to seven and two beating Campbell um and we've got our goals in front of us we need a little bit of help to make the ACC championship but we got to keep the main thing the main thing and we got to win the last three games of the season um but that's all we got for the Tar Heels for last week's recap tap if you want to go into what you saw out of the Wolfpack on Saturday night. Um, I don't know. I watched the entire game. It was just abysmal to watch, but I watched it nonetheless. Um, yeah. Hey, what that you- was lit. I, thought, I thought it was, like you said, a defensive battle. I mean, it was 10-6 to 6 with four minutes left in the game. Um, I didn't even realize that until I watched the bat uh on sunday but i mean yeah we completely our defense is the reason we won that game um it's the second time this year we've done that we did it against louisville and our offense just couldn't do enough um kind of just happens but our offense might be getting a little bit worse aj i know Patrick and i talked about it i don't know if you saw but mj morse is redshirting the rest of the year is that is that that's uh, a that's a hot that, topic. Yeah, that's a hot topic. But we'll we'll wait on that one a little bit. Um but yeah, the game is playing might... Brendan 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 is back.
1: Brendan <laughs> Yeah,
0: it's it I mean dude, we have two starship corbats on our roster now. It's him and Let's Thomas, so it might be rough if he goes down, but we'll pray that doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, (laughs) back to, back to the Miami game. I thought it was all in all, we played our hearts out, um, on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, Miami scored their three points in like the first five minutes of the game. And then we shut them out in the second half. So, I mean, uh, Tyler Van Dyke is just not, not feeling it. I don't. I don't even know how to say that, um, but he is late on about every single throw, I think. I know Aiden White on one of his pits. I mean, he had four turnovers. Well, on one of his pits, um, Aiden White completely set him up, he, and t- TBD was just too late getting to the, getting to the read, so easy pick. But that was a big one. I think that was in the beginning of the third quarter when they were driving down. Then we also got a goal line stand. So five stars for the Wolfpack defense. And uh, the star of our defense is Peyton Wilson. He had another 16 tackles. I think he's up to 105 um, this year, which is, I think, like 30, 30 higher than anybody else in the conference. So, like you said, Marion's running away with running back of the conference. I think we got our linebacker of the conference on our end. Also, we're bow eligible now, fellas. I was nervous about that two weeks ago. But uh <laughs> we got our six wins. And now we got we got two two somewhat easy ones on the road. We'll see what Brendan can do. I'm kinda of really nervous, but I mean honestly, I was looking at MJ's stats today on our boards at Pat Pride. Uh, he he has over his last four starts, he has a QB one TBR of 31.2. And I I know that we were shitting on Brennan back early in the season, but I almost guarantee that he had a better GBR than that. So, yeah, MJ no. has not done well um, by any means, but I don't know. I mean, y'all's offense just sucks. It's not been <laughs> – you got to rely on your defense, and that's definitely what you did on Saturday night. Um yeah, Tyler Van Dyke looks go awful. He's gotta he's gotta have to move on from Miami because that's they're not gonna be able to win games with him at I quarterback. Don't, I don't think that I don't think he's gonna start another game this year. Don't I don't see if I for mean, a reason to start. They're already out of yeah. the conference race. He has absolutely Ace. terrific stats the last like four games. To, yeah, and also their backup gotta win against Clemson, so why not see what he has to offer? Tap, I will right. say y'all you know, uh y'all's outlook on your season after you starting four and three looks a whole lot different after being Clemson in Miami. That's for sure. I mean, low key, we still, we would have to have some miracles happen, but we still have a chance of making the tournament. I mean, the championship. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah. If Louisville loses to UVA and then Miami, and then we have to beat y'all, but then we're in it. We got to run the table. I mean, y'all have like a point one percent mathematical chance of making it sure. But what do you think? What do you think y'all's chances of making it? Uh, it's it's pretty low. Miami losing that game hurt us big time. Because if we run the table, I don't, the scenarios can unfold in a number of ways. But if we if we went out and Louisville loses to Miami, then it goes to a tiebreaker. But we have the tiebreaker goes from head to head, which we don't play them head to head. Then it goes to common opponents. We have six common opponents. And if everything shakes out to where Miami beats Louisville, then our common opponents are going to be both four and two, or the same record. And then it goes down to the best record of those common opponents and within the ACC. And it's going to come between Miami and hey. Georgia Tech. Oh. What about us? I mean, y'all are three and two in the conference, but yeah, y'all possibly could be up there, I guess. But y'all would have three losses if we ran the table and beat y'all. Oh uh, yeah, that made sense. There's a lot to be shaken out. We just gotta we gotta just yeah. win ball games. It's just yeah, happen. y'all 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 don't really y'all don't really hold it in your own hands anymore. You just to kind of hope for the best. But that's all right.
1: right. It'll be tough in Death Valley.
0: Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be right. in Death Valley. Is that next one week? Against... 90,000. Two weeks. Uh, two weeks. Yep. That dance to me awesome. I wonder what the spread on that is. Clemson got a big one against Notre Dame. I was very surprised. Uh, I know myself and a lot of others took Notre Dame minus three, and I was thrilled um, with that when I heard the news that Will Shipley was coming out or not in play. So, but obviously that got kicked in the butt, so uh, that's all right.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Casey
0: uh, for a state Casey Concepcion seems to be y'all's still main bright spot, but goodness gracious, y'all target him
1: twenty a times
0: a game. A lot. Brendan Armstrong, our uh, leading rusher, once again. <laughs> goodness gracious, fellas, I'm so nervous if he gets hurt. I mean I'm I'm honestly not mad about the MJ news. The whole thing is on the boards people are saying that he's going to stay. He just wants a better offensive line to play behind, but that is so far from the truth. I think that uh, he is 1000% gone. But at this point like what what team is going to want him? Like a group of 5 school maybe? I don't know. He's talented. He can, he can definitely go play college football at a power 5 school. But what's, what's your take on this, AJ? You got MJ Morris. He breaks his, or comes out of his red shirt to take over the starting job for the Wolfpack, does terrible, and then is done mid-season after winning two out of the three games or three out of the four games he started and says he's red-shirting. What What's your take?
1: I don't even know. I mean, it sounds like, To me, I would think – I agree with Tab. I think he's gone. I think there's some (laughs) sort of internal thing going on there. and He's not getting along with the coaches. Um, But he also is probably like, this offense sucks, which they do. Uh,
0: I think. Y'all remember.
1: you You can't get any run game going. And then you've got a freshman, a true freshman, who's y'all's best playmaker. Offensive yep. line's not great. I mean, he was only on the field for like half of what Miami was. Miami just happened to throw three interceptions.
0: And a fumble. And a fumble. Damn, I, I just don't... can't understand a player coming out of a red shirt to play. He has the starting job. Why would you say you're going I mean, to redshirt for the rest of the season if you're not going to transfer? That does not make that don't make sense to me. You have, you have the starting job. Why yeah. don't you just play? Well, maybe he. Why would you come back the next season to maybe be QB one?
1: Stats are maybe he's chicken shit. Maybe he knows his stats are garbage, and that it probably won't improve. And then no one's going to want him next year.
0: <laughs> That's what but I'm saying. I don't think. I don't can. think. I don't think anybody's. I don't know how hot his market is. I know last year he had teams calling. I've never
1: up. heard of it. I've never heard of anyone doing that.
0: Very yeah. odd. And that guess what? It's the freaking it's second like, time this season. Some sort out. of
1: internal thing. Like there's some – He's fired up with the coaches, and well, I don't know.
0: Y'all remember a couple of weeks ago when we talked about his mom like tweeting back at one of our yeah. media members? Yeah, that's I feel what like I'm his mom's in his ear.
1: Yeah, it could definitely be family too.
0: Yeah, he's gone. You don't have your the star quarterback you were raving about preseason to play for you next season. You might be Portland one more time. We'll, we'll be Porter in for sure. We got Cedric Bailey coming in, but. Let me read y'all this on the board. This is Chris Hummer. Uh, He's with 247 Sports. He's like a football analyst. Um, Just wanted to drop a bit of perspective on with Morris. First off, he was tampered with pretty dang hard last offseason by a few teams, but did choose to stay. Second, talking to a few people across the country about the possibility of Morris leaving. There are a few more questions about him this year from an evaluation perspective compared to last year. Do I think he'd have a market if he chooses to leave? Maybe, but I think there are some legit questions about him from potentially quarterback-needy teams. So that sounds like there's not that bit of a market for him, if you're asking me. I mean, well, a lot of, I reading something from a board. No, that's, I, mean, uh, I, would, I think that he would be able to go play at a Power 5 school. Oh, what? Are y'all going to take him? No, we don't want that trash can. <laughs> that trash can's going to whoop on y'all this year. Yeah, he ain't going to be playing, buddy. We're going to have st- st- uh, sturdy Brendan Armstrong back there trying to loft the ball in the end zone. Hey, I'll take my defense against anybody. I don't even care anymore. Uh, I'd win a game 3-0. Hey, what about you? my prediction last week? I said... What I say, twenty to ten. I said we're not gonna let y'all score a touchdown to John. And guess what? Did not happen. Come on, Wolf Bat. Why well, did you say ten then? I don't know why I said ten. Maybe I said seven. You're right. <laughs> seven <laughs> still a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Twenty
1: to nine. Twenty to nine.
0: Yeah. Twenty nine. Three field goals. They did miss the field goal. So, but yeah, our our. I'm liking where our defense is at. I pray that we do not le- lose Tony Gibson to another head coaching job this year. And I know he got a big contract last year, but I would go ahead and raise that by about a million because we need to do anything to keep him as long as we can. And guess what? Another bit of news. Um, Dave Doran, the winningest head coach at NC State. I don't know if y'all knew that. He got to his 78th win, beaten out. I believe it was I don't know who it was. That's bad that I don't know who it was, but it was a long time ago. Um but yeah, he was pretty excited about that. Seven eight wins and what is it, eleven years? Pretty 11 good. Eleven years. Mid Dorian, who tap was calling for his head about three weeks ago. Oh I was not gonna That's I, what happens when you win some ball games? He's he's got a job as long as he wants, but I don't think he's gonna want to stay there much longer. We'll see about that, though. I want I want old Tony Gibson to take the reins. But, um, all right, well, that's enough for the recap for last week's games. Once again, the Wolfpack took down Miami twenty to six, and UNC beat Campbell fifty nine to seven. We are going to move right into previewing next week's games. We don't have a guest this week, um, but we'll get you up to speed on what to look for as State takes on Virginia Tech, Wake Forest, and UNC's got Duke at 8 p.m. in Keenan Stadium. Uh, We will be right back. So we're gonna jump into NetSuite's games. I know uh, UNC's got a pretty big one, although they are playing the third-string quarterback of Duke. Um, any game in the ACC is hard, and the Wolfpack have Wake Forest. Um, what did what did we'll start with Carolina Duke because that's a I tell you that's a bigger game. Um, Eight PM ACC Network. What did the line open up as? Y'all know.
1: 14 and a half, I think.
0: Wow, that's big.
1: I think it's down to 14 now, though.
0: Is this another Matt Brown double-digit spread
1: loss? (laughs) Yeah. I I think, I mean, Duke's going to give us all they have. Um, I think Elko is a great coach. I think he is going to try to make things hard on Drake for sure. Um, I mean they've just gotta they've gotta figure out a way to settle our offense down and keep us bundled up and they've gotta figure out a way to stop Marion that's for sure um, uh, I think he's definitely gonna throw a lot of different looks. It's potentially Drake May's last game in Keenan, so Ooh. What, a, what a better way to do it than to be beat beat Duke yeah. Uh,
0: Y'all have two on the road to end out the season.
1: Dang, that's tough.
0: Um, Yeah, we've opened up as eleven and a half point favorites in this game. Um, so we've got Duke coming to town, the Blue Devils, the battle for the victory bell. Uh, this one means a lot to the players and fan base alike. Um, now it's gonna be a tough game. Duke's got a Very, very good defense, Um, similar to NC State's, I would say. Um, But they are going to be playing with their third-string quarterback. So I got two sayings for the Hills this week. We got to run the damn ball and stop the damn run. Those are the two biggest keys in this game. Um, They're going to try and pound it down our throats. They have a really good running game, um, and obviously with the third-string quarterback, they're not gonna they're gonna be limited in what they're able to do um, passing the ball. So I expect us to load the box up and dare them to try to beat us over the top. Um, And I think we load it up and we stop the run, and then let Drake May do Drake May things against that Duke defense because we're gonna be able to score points. um, It just might not be. 45, like we're used to. Yeah. I mean, Duke, Duke, Duke has some playmakers on their offense, for sure. Um, I know they have, like, three running bats, and then at least two wide receivers. Uh, Calhoun comes to mind. I think he's number five. He tore us up. Um, they're backup up for a bat. Yeah, but they're, the thing y'all need to worry about is their defense because they held us to three points, and I know our offense is not as talented as y'all's, but. Their defense is legit, and I still think they're – I mean, last time I checked, they were averaging 11 points scoring against them. I'm sure that went up a little bit, but they got damn good defense. So, uh, y'all are definitely going to be scoring 40 this week. We'll see what happens, though.
1: Yeah, no, I gonna think be... it's going to be much lower. I think if we were smart, we wouldn't – let get a Marion get a bulk of the carries early and try to set the tone that way and try to open it up with a big play after the facts, Um, it'll be interesting to uh, see us going up against a third string quarterback and such a good defense.
0: Um, kind of what we're dealing with, not a third string, but yeah, You're start. Dude's uh, dude's averaging fifteen points scoring against them. So, I mean, if y'all could get to that thirty thirty number, y'all should easily have it locked up. But I don't know. Like I I haven't mentioned this yet, but I'll be there. It's my sister's uh parent's cocktail. So taps and be. I told my mom I was gonna wear red. We'll see what happens though. So. <laughs> yeah, you you would be the one. Um, but yeah. Speaking more on the Duke game, also Omarion, Amar- he just eclipsed 1,000 yards for the season through um, nine games, so that's pretty impressive from Amarion. Um That's a big really? accomplishment at the 1,000-yard mark, especially with three games to go. Um, so, yeah, we need to utilize him as much as we can. Obviously, I think in some two of the games that we lost this season, we got away from the run although he was thrashing the defense just because we feel like we're playing where it's a tight game or playing from behind that we have to use the weapon that we have at quarterback um but i hope they've learned from their mistakes that we can lean on a marion just as much as we can drake um and keep the ball moving the chains moving through the run game um but yeah in a nutshell it's Duke's got a good defense, and they are going to try to run the ball on us as Virginia and Georgia Tech did. Um, I'm sure we're going to see some tempo out of them. That's given us problems in the past. Um, So hopefully those um, adjustments are made. And, yeah, we're just going to have to be able to stop the run and run the ball ourselves against the Blue Devils. uh... Go
1: ahead. I hope it's a good yeah, atmosphere in Keenan. Um, I I feel like it definitely should. Um, Tap, you'll have to report back next week on what you see.
0: Yeah, I I told my mom, um, bat to bat night games for us. NC State last week obviously was rocking, and you and UNC is gonna be rocking this week. So I'm gonna get her. Maybe unbiased opinion. I know she's a bigger state fan than UNC, but we'll get her unbiased opinion on whose stadium is louder.
1: That's certainly a biased opinion.
0: Yeah, Yeah, she hates UNC just as much as I do. I don't know what I'm talking (laughs) about. (laughs) Hey, she still does have a she still does have a UNC sticker on her car. Every time I see it, I just want to rip it off. She's got the house divided, Gazzol, sister poos, and that bad town. (laughs) Do <laughs> um, you, you, you want to go ahead and give your uh, predictions or do you want me to jump in and fight for us? Uh, Yeah, we can do our predictions for the UNC Duke game. AJ, I'll let you go first.
1: Honestly, I think we uh, I think they do give us some troubles on, on defense. I think they play us hard, but uh, I think we don't let them score more than 10 points. We give up maybe a touchdown you know, on a fluke play or something. I, th- I think we should handle business this week and win 27 to. 10.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go a route that's going to, if this happens, it's going to frustrate a lot of people. But I think that Duke's going to find some success on us running the ball and going to hit a few big plays. But I think that our offense is mature enough and good enough to overcome that, and we score 35 points, and Duke has 24, 35-24 Tar Heels. Wow. Right are y'all just,
1: red open, there?
0: I didn't think about that. Are, are y'all just giving up on the uh, Tar Heel defense at this point?
1: You just nope. never know what you're going to get.
0: Their serviceable defense. Um, did, I don't know. It's a, they've been really good when a when a team's been one dimensional, um, which Duke's going to be. So we'll see. Um, how did How did Campbell score last weekend? I mean, they just had a passing touchdown on one of their first few drives. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Just kind of blew up. When they got in the I know. I know I texted y'all after the first quarter and said seven seven wowzers, and then I checked back to the store. I was watching some football with John and a bunch of older uh, other guys, and uh, looked back and it was fifty nine to seven or whatever y'all won by. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, let me jump into Wake Forest. Uh, I don't know if y'all have watched a lot of um, Wake because I certainly haven't. I watched. They're a boring team. Uh, yeah, they're such a such a boring team. I I know Duke beat them last week with their third string quarterback. Um, so that's that's a good sign. But other than that, I really don't know my, that much about them. I know they lost a lot from last year. Their quarterback Mitch Griffiths, I believe that's how you say his name. Um, I'm looking at his stats right now. He has nine touchdowns on the season to seven interceptions. And he's also been sat thirty-two times. Which if he's been sat thirty-two times. I think we'll probably have damn five sacks in this game because we're 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 gonna make his uh, life of living hell back there. But we'll see what happens. Um, other You're than that, correct. Right? What you say? You're on the road, correct? On the road. I think the line opened up at two and a half. I actually um after the MJ news a couple hours later I went to see if the line would have moved, um and it's still the same. So I guess that's that means they uh view Brennan and MJ about the same, which is a, a good sign for us, I guess. Um <laughs> but
1: yeah. You it that way.
0: yeah, we uh play at two o'clock um in Winston. And in past couple of times I've been to Winston has not been pretty. I know When was it? Two years ago, um, I went there and the winner of that game went to the ACC championship and we got absolutely smoked by Wake Forest and Sam Hartman, Um, which was probably one of the worst games I've been to. I was freezing cold, but something about Winston gives us issues. Um, So we got to overcome that. Maybe it's just their fans aren't rowdy enough. I don't know, but we'll see. I'm going to tell you right now: the, the one there's no easy game in the ACC, and take it out of UNC's book. Don't start looking ahead to that end of season game when Tar Heels come to town because you got two games left to play, and this this screams to me trap game for the Wolfpack. I mean, you think we're overlooking the Virginia Tech? I mean, we got two bottom. I don't think Virginia Tech's bottom tier, but two easier um away games on the schedule left and then I I know I know deep down y'all are nervous to come to Carter Finley because something something about Carter Finley does not treat y'all right. So I know that's in there. You don't have to say it right now, but we'll talk about it in a couple of weeks. Um not yeah, I, don't, I don't think <laughs> I don't think it's a trap game too much. Um I mean obviously the spread's two and a half. It's basically a pick 'em but I think we go in there and handle business. Um we'll see what Brendan Armstrong can do, obviously. He's gonna have to uh stay healthy, maybe I think I think um early on in the season we didn't really know who that star wide receiver is gonna be, and now we know that's KC Conception. Um so Brendan knows who to throw the ball to now. So maybe that'll help him out in his accuracy. John Willey and I were talking about this. I know we mentioned him a lot in this podcast, but any left-handed any left-handed quarterback, um, I feel like the ball just floats for some reason. Like, we were watching, I believe it was Texas A&M play Ole Miss, and their quarterback was lefty, and every ball he threw just looked like he floated in the air for at least, like, five seconds. So, I don't know. He's got to put some more pop on the ball, and, uh, yeah, but I think, with our defense, I'm not worried about for offense. I know they run that weird mesh, um, but if we just keep their run game in check, I believe their running bat's pretty damn good. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, they got, they, got, they have they have two good running bats. They're not good, but they kind of run a platoon bat there. Um, but we'll be able to handle business. I'm not too worried about it. Uh, defense will... Show up once again and I'll do a give my prediction. Um I'm gonna say pretty low scoring game getting BA back in the swing of things. Twenty one twenty-one to ten. That sounds good to me. We cover the spread easily. What? I'm not
1: scared of bring Armstrong. so and especially Raleigh, much less Carter-Finley Stadium. Two, Michael Vick was a lefty and had a freaking laser.
0: <laughs> that is very true. Yeah, it funny might- enough, in recent years, the uh, it seems to be the away team in the UNC-Duke rivalry that always does yeah. winning. Yeah. but UNC-Duke I mean, rivalry? No, the UNC-State rivalry seems to be like state wins at Carolina, and Carolina will win state. Yeah, so we beat y'all the past two years, so that math doesn't really add up there, kid. Yeah, well, if you want to take the sample size of two games, then sure, kid. (laughs) Uh, Patrick, are you coming to that game with me? I need to confirm this right now. Uh, We'll see. Why do you not want to sit with me? You're scared. I'm not scared to sit with you, Tap. I will... I, I've got some things some plans in the works but if uh if it happens it happens on know soon and I'll let you know word um right. yeah I think that'll round out this week's podcast um we're recording on a Tuesday at seven o'clock um we've got the Tar Heels facing the Duke Blue Devils for the Victory Bell at 8 p.m. on ACC Network, and the NC State Wolfpack playing the Wake Forest Demon Deacons in Winston-Salem. And I think Tap has one more thing to say before we log off. You want to talk basketball real quick? Like a little two minutes? Uh, no, strictly football. We can talk about that after. <laughs> All right, word. <we're... laughs> All right. See y'all next time. Go heels.
1: Go heels. Get back.